The longest psalm in the Bible is Psalm 119. It has been called the Psalm of the Scriptures because it concentrates on one thing, the amazing sufficiency of God's Word for our lives. Open to Psalm 119 today and open your heart to the Lord as we join Scott Pauley in this study. It is our prayer that through God's truth, you will find all you need. Etymology is the study of words and specifically of the, the origin of those words, the history behind it, the uh, development of that word and the definition of it. And frankly, I love it. I love to study words. Uh, maybe you think that's a strange thing. It's not that I sit around reading a dictionary all day. Uh, but the reality is when you come to the Bible, you need to pay attention to individual words. I found one of the most fascinating studies of Scripture is to learn to do word study and uh, to, to not read into Scripture what I think a word means, but rather to find uh, when this word was given and this word was used, what did this word mean? And that's what we're doing with these nine words about the word. Nine distinct words used by the Holy Spirit of God in Psalm 119 for the Word of God. Let's review just a moment because the first seven were found in the first section. We have God's law in verse number one, and we've prayed, Lord, let your law teach me and direct me. In verse two, we have God's testimonies. That word means his witness. Oh, Lord, let, let your witness, your testimonies be the story of my life, be personal to me. In verse 3, we have God's ways, his road, his, his plain course for our life. Lord, show me your way and let it become my way. In verse 4, his precepts, uh, the idea of, of God overseeing all the details of our lives. Lord, let your precepts direct every detail of my life today. In verse 5, we found his statutes, something that was engraven or inscribed, the written word of God. And that started, of course, with Moses, God writing his commandments out for his people, and then uh, the Lord inspiring Moses to pen the opening words of Scripture and all the way through, holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. But we prayed this, Lord, engrave your word on my heart now. Let it be real and personal to me. And then in verse 6, God's commandments Lord, you have the right to tell me anything. No, you have the right to tell me everything. Tell me what you want. Speak to me and I'll obey you. And then we left off with verse 7 and verse 8, God's judgments. Lord, show me what is right and show me what is wrong in your eyes. So there are two more. Let's identify them, shall we? We're beginning now the, the second section. We'll come back here shortly. The second section of Psalm 119 begins with verse 9. Listen to it carefully. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. Now, this is powerful. Taking heed thereto according to thy word. What is the word? It is very simply the word, word. Uh, there are two different words actually used throughout Psalm 119 this way. One is used 24 times and one is used 19 times. Uh, but essentially, they just refer to God's spoken commandments, uh, what he says, what comes out of his mouth. Friend, all of God's word comes from his mouth. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Literally, it is breathed out 
from God. It comes directly from God's mouth. It's a, it's a reminder that God's Word is His own revelation. And it is a reference to anything God says. Because anything God says about anything is right. Think of the power and sufficiency of the Word of the living God. How did God create the world? He created with the Word. How will He judge the world someday? The Bible says that someday He's going to judge the world with His own Word. We're going to be judged. This world is going to be judged by God's law, by God's established eternal Word. And between the creation and the judgment, how does God communicate with man? God speaks through His Word. If I said to you, God wants to talk to you today, would you be interested? And people say, oh, yes, I'd be very interested, all right? Well, how's God going to speak to us? God will speak to us through his word. Open the word and listen for the voice of Almighty God. In fact, when you open the word, you should be praying, Lord, speak to me. That was Samuel's prayer, wasn't it? Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. And so this word word, or the plural of it found sometimes, words, is a reminder that God wants to speak to us. And so what's the application? Lord, use your word today to speak to my heart. And then we come to one final word that is used. And interestingly enough, this one is not used until verse 91. So we've been in the opening nine verses where you've got to flip a couple pages and come to verse 91 to find this word for the word, and it is used only here. You know, I've always found it interesting how some words are used repeatedly for emphasis. And on the other end of the spectrum, some words are used sparingly for emphasis. God reserves them for some particular truth to be revealed. We read in Psalm 119, verse 91, this, They continue this day according to thine ordinances, for all are thy servants. So there's the ninth word for the word of God. It is the word ordinances. The passage is referencing how that all of the created world continues, is sustained, exists because of God's word. That the world goes on, the earth abides, it says in the previous verse. The sun comes up, uh, the birds sing, the water flows, uh, the, the created world continues. Read Psalm 119 for more on that. Uh, all because of the Word of God. The same God who created by the Word sustains by the Word. And the word that is used here, ordinances, literally carries with it the idea of a judge giving his verdict, giving his decree, and that's final. When the gavel drops, when the judge speaks, that's the Word. You can't add to it. You can't take away from it. Friend, that's the Word of God. You're not to add to it. You're not to take away from it. We're warned of that on the last page of the revelation of Jesus Christ because he is the judge and everything he orders, hear the word ordinance, everything he orders is right. And so here's our application. Lord, rule me like you do the rest of creation. Isn't it a sad reality uh, that the, the sun, the moon, the stars, the birds, uh, the trees, the created world obeys the creator better than we do? Man is... God's prized creation. We're the ones given the greatest privilege, the greatest resources, and the greatest responsibility, and yet we are the greatest rebels because so often we want to order our lives instead of allowing the Lord to order our lives. Oh, Lord, you're the judge. You're not just going to be the judge someday when I stand before you. 
You will be that. We've talked about his judgments. But, Lord, you're the righteous judge today, and your verdict and your decree about my life is right. So order my life by your word. Do you see how these nine words for the word not only help us understand more about God, but they connect to our lives? God's law, Lord, let your law be my teacher. God's testimonies, Lord, let your personal witness be personal to me. God's ways, Lord, show me your way and let it be my way. God's precepts, Lord, let your precepts direct every detail of my life. God's statutes, Lord, engrave it on my heart. God's commandments, Lord, you have the right to tell me anything. God's judgments, Lord, show me what is right and what is wrong in your eyes. God's word, Lord, use your word, your voice to speak to my heart today. And then God's ordinances, Lord, rule me as you do all of creation. I hope you'll meditate on these nine words for the word, but I hope you'll do more than meditate on them and understand them. I hope today you'll pray them and you'll apply God's word to your life. All you need is found in the Word of God. As you learn it and apply it, you will come to know the God of the Word more and more. Our prayer today is that you will grow in your understanding of Scripture and your love for the one who gave it. You may find additional resources for Bible study at our online home. Visit enjoyingthejourney.org today. We would love to hear from you. Thank you for your prayers, support, and thanks for sharing the Enjoying the Journey studies with others. Thank you.